Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah. Anyway, uh, welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome to the program. I'm really sorry about being off yesterday. Believe me, it was not a three-day weekend. It was not, hey, it's Monday. I think I'll call in sick. Here's the uh, here's the skinny. You ever have that feeling like, you know, I don't really feel 100%, but uh, I don't feel 40% either. So uh, it started on Friday, and then uh, Sunday night into Monday, oddly enough, following the Bills' sensational win, which I did not see. I was wrong. It's happened once or twice. Um, About the uh, Bills-Dolphins game, the Bills kicked the Dolphins' arses all over the field, and uh, well done, Buffalo Bills. I was wrong. Those of you who said the Bills uh, were going to win were right, but a lot of you also said, Bills were going to beat Cincy in the playoffs last year, and I knew that was BS. So we're going to call that one one and one, okay? 50 50. Is that fair enough? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, anyway, yeah, you know what's really weird about I'm, I'm, I've always been fascinated by dreams and by sleeping. And uh, have, have you ever had, I think this is a common um, uh, uh, theme, scenario, whatever you want to call it, um, in, in a dream. Like, you ever have a dream where, I have to pee. I have to pee. Where is a bathroom? I have to pee. And then you're like going at every door and, and nobody, uh, everything is uh, totally um, messed up. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, long story short, um, woke up about uh, three o'clock in the morning um, after having had a dream. Now, this is so bizarre. I mean, this is like the most bizarre dream ever where I would take a bottle of uh, of water, right? And in the dream, I would hold the bottle of water to my mouth and I would just chug it down. There was no gag reflex whatsoever. Hold the wise comments. But there was no gag reflex whatsoever. And I woke up. It was 3 in the morning yesterday. And um, let's just say 24-hour bug. And let's just say... Oh, how I wish I hadn't had spaghetti the night before. Oh, tomato sauce is so acidic. Ah. But anyway, I'm fine. It was it was a 24-hour bug, and I thank Joe Beamer for uh, sitting in. And I, I really, I mean, seriously, I take enough time off uh, for nonsense, 
and uh, I really hated to take yesterday off, but uh, trust me, you would not have wanted to have heard the show yesterday had I chosen to have done the show yesterday because there is no freaking way I would have been able to get through it um, with any semblance of uh, any semblance of cohesion, coherency, or whatever. So uh, thanks to Joe Beamer for sitting in, buddy. I hate to do that to you, Joe, but then again, you're young. Enjoy your youth, son. Enjoy your youth. I never took a sick day until I was 54 years old. Then all of a sudden, everything went downhill. But uh, anyway, oh, yeah, I'll say it again because I'm man enough to say it. I was wrong. The Buffalo Bills kicked Miami's arses all over the field, and it was a stunning performance by the defense. It was a – well, in the second half especially. But it was a stunning performance by Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen, and everybody else whose name I could – rattle off, but I'm not going to bother, against the uh, Miami Dolphins. And quite frankly, it was especially rewarding uh, to see the Bills at home win on a Sunday in September after having been down in uh, Florida for last year's uh, sunshiny debacle where the Bills had to uh, hide out in uh, in the sun as the Dolphins had the benefit of shade. So not going to lie, not going to lie, it was uh, very rewarding. And you know you can leave the establishment you are frequenting to watch the Bills play uh, when the uh, <laughs> when the other Allen goes in uh, <laughs> to uh, call the signals. Like, okay, game over. I'm going home. Thank you very much. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty amazing. And I know I'm probably a day late, a dollar short with this. But I just didn't want anybody thinking that. Oh yeah, he called in sick on Monday because he didn't want to admit he was wrong about the Bills. Oh, come on, seriously. Uh, I would never do such a thing. That's just nonsense. But I, I don't know if any of you have had that uh, ha- had that uh, dream uh, in the middle of the night that has awakened you like, holy crap, I think I'm not feeling too well. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was uh, Sunday night into uh, Monday morning, and that, that's why I was off yesterday. No big deal. Um, now, I am going to be off some next week because of uh, – Okay, look, here's 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 the honest to God truth, okay? Uh, and I'm only going to tell you this because I'm sure some of you have been in the same predicament, okay? Uh, so as you know, uh, in early, I mean, like, okay, maybe, I'm too, maybe I'm too transparent. Maybe I give you too much information. But uh, early July, very early July, I had wicked back pain. I mean, I'm talking wicked, absolutely atrocious back pain. There was no drug in the world that was going to take care of this back pain. So uh, anyway, found out after diagnostics that, well, it's a kidney stone. And here it is, October, and I still have it because it's stuck. So next week, they got to go in through an existing orifice and uh, yank it out which I'm uh, not terribly pleased about, uh, except for the fact that I'm going to get plenty of awesome drugs. So, I mean, there's that to look forward to. So, uh, anyway, that's uh, why I'm going to be off on uh, Monday and Tuesday of next week. I, I'm taking off Tuesday because I think that history has shown us that if I go on the air and I still have anesthesia in my body, it's not a good combination. And that hit March, and it was one of the most, you know, I'd be embarrassed about it, except I laugh about it because it was just one of those things that, what the hell are you going to do, you know? It's not like like I was doing heroin before going on the air. It's like a prescription muscle relaxant, and it sounded like I was three sheets to the wind, which uh, I assure you 
I do not work under those circumstances. I never have and I never will. And maybe four sheets to the win, five sheets to the win, but not three sheets to the win. And by the way, how did three sheets to the win ever become an expression? It's like the old uh, paying through the nose. Who came up with paying through the nose? It makes no sense. As if boogers and snot were currency? I think not. I mean, actually, we should actually, if if we paid through the nose for things, things would be a lot cheaper. Like, oh, oh, a new Porsche 911. Uh, I'm sorry, Porsche 911. Let me just pay through the nose. Just give me a hanky and we'll uh, take care of this transaction right here and now. I wish it was that easy, but it's not because life requires currency, and currency generally requires work or a very wealthy wife uh, or husband, as the case may be. Uh, But anyway... Uh, welcome to the show. Good to have you. <laughs> Good to have you with us, and uh, I'm delighted to be back. And again, thanks to Joe Beamer. Joe, man, I am so sorry to screw up your day yesterday. You have no idea how guilty I feel about that. You and Kate, I am so freaking sorry. I don't like doing that to you, but trust me, it was for the best of everybody. Now, uh, so today, I mean, here's here's what I okay. Here's what here's what I really don't understand. Okay. Um, and I, look, I, I know some of you can relate to this, and I, I might do something on this later on, but not about me, okay? Because uh, the experiences that I share with you about me are really not about me. They're about trying to make a connection with you or some of you who have been through this. Um, what, what I don't understand and what's uh, driving me just uh, a little bit off the deep end. Uh, oh, now the doctor calls. Hold on. Excuse me. Hi, it's Tom. You are not on the air. I am on the air. Please leave a detailed message and call back. Thank you. Okay, so anyway, that's that's for legal purposes, but, uh, you know, as they say, naturally, the doctor has to call back the minute I come on the air. That happens, like, so many freaking times. So, anyway, uh, where was I? Dot, 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 dot. Ah, yes, Uh, kidney stone. So, um... It's 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 not okay. It's a substantial, but it's not a huge kidney stone, and uh, it's stuck. So they got to go up there and they got to get it out. They're going to use a fish hook, as I understand it. They're using a fish hook, ordinarily used for walleye, but they're going to use it to uh, snag the kidney stone. I could be mistaken, um, but they supposedly, and, and this is what I don't understand, and I don't think I ever will understand it. They got to put a stent in uh, where it is stuck. I need a stent right now, like I need a third nut, okay? Because I've got two nuts sitting right here. They're cashews. So I I don't need a third nut. Uh, I've got enough. Thank you very much. So anyway, uh, long story short, uh, that's that's the deal on uh, on Monday. But, you know, it's just, it is so, you know, it's, it's, it's almost hilarious. I have to laugh about this because if I didn't laugh about it, I would become a raging alcoholic. Wait a minute, too late. Uh, Never mind. I would become a raging alcoholic. But um, one of the things that uh, I want to talk about, uh, and and I got to thank Tim Wenger for the topic idea. I want to talk about breast cancer. Now, breast cancer, men, believe it or not, and I'm surprised it hasn't happened, but uh, I shouldn't say that because my luck, it'll freaking happen. But um, anyway, where was I? Ah, yes, breast cancer. Um... Breast cancer, those two words, let me tell you something. You're in your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, maybe your late 20s. Those words, the older you become, are going to take on more and more personal significance to you. Now, 
I don't know whether this is a function of living in western New York and the work that was done here in the Manhattan Project and some of the other pollutants that have been in the water and in the air, but for whatever reason, I will bet you that you know more people with breast cancer than you ever thought you would know. Now, I am not going to name any names at all. Uh, Some people are very extremely close to me. Others are friends of friends, and they are all women. I don't know any men, even though it is possible. I don't know any men who have had breast cancer. You may be a dude, and you may have had breast cancer. But we think of breast cancer as being a female thing. And statistically, largely, breast cancer is a female thing. But a lot of females have loved ones. They might be boyfriends. They might be husbands. They may be girlfriends. I don't really care because on this program, your sexual orientation and desires, frankly, do you think I really care? I mean, if you think I do, you don't listen to my show. Uh, But anyway, uh, long story short, The words breast cancer, as you become older, take on a special significance. And you hear those words, and it can become extremely difficult. It can become extremely emotional. Now, I'm going to say something, and I hope that y'all don't take it the wrong way. But pink ribbons to commemorate breast cancer, I must tell you, drive me absolutely crazy. It's like the last thing anybody needs who has lost somebody to any disease is a month's worth of reminders about that disease. Okay? I'm sorry. And actually, I'm not sorry. I do not apologize for having this opinion. I'm sick and tired of people with their damn pink ribbons giving them to people who have survived breast cancer or who've had breast cancer and who've not made it and and their survivors get them. And I know that I'm not alone on this. I did a show about five years ago on this very subject. Um, First of all, I think it's very important that people have a cognizance of breast cancer. I'm a huge believer, even though, to be frank with you, I do have some serious doubts at times about members of the medical profession no disrespect to registered nurses. I'm talking about the people with MD after their name or DO after their name. I do have some reservations about that profession and its all too cozy relationship with the pharmaceutical companies and the billions and trillions of dollars made annually by pushing drugs on the American people. Um, but I digress. The, uh, <clears throat> the uh, idea of having breast cancer month is one thing, but I, I want to tell you in all earnest uh, earnestness and frankness that I don't know if it's a function of the number of people I know or whether it's a function of living around here, but 
the number of women in particular with breast cancer issues that I personally know is absolutely staggering. And some of these people, as I've said, very close to me. The ones closest to me have been survivors. Those on the periphery, most of them have been survivors. Some of them have not been survivors. And I, I put myself in the shoes. If you're a guy listening and you lost the love of your life to breast cancer, I cannot even begin to imagine what all of those damned pink ribbons mean to you. And I'm not going to name anybody, as I said earlier, but I have talked to people who have been breast cancer survivors, and they have nothing against fundraising or charitable endeavors to fight breast cancer, but they don't need to be reminded of it. It's a traumatic thing. I mean, good Lord, some people listening to this show, you've undergone double mastectomies in order to stave off breast cancer. Uh, Many of you have horribly uh, disfiguring scars which affect your own image of yourself. One minute, you're fine. You look in the mirror and it's like, wow, you know, look at me. I'm, I'm I'm pretty hot for 42. And then suddenly you get the diagnosis and suddenly you look at your chest and it looks like uh, Dr. Frankenstein did the operation. First of all, um, for the man who loves you, it, it should not, ought not, and does not matter. The man who loves you does not see those scars, okay? Or if he sees them, he tells you that they're beautiful and you can get on with your life. You don't have to worry. But I'm kind of curious, and we, we did a show, I'll be darned if we didn't do a show just a few months ago on cancer and screening for cancer. And one of the things that struck me, and maybe you about that show, was, now I'm a big believer in women getting baseline mammographies and then following the doctor's orders as for how often uh, a mammography is done on you. Um, But so many of the people who called in on our cancer show I could not believe the number of colorectal cancers that were detected through a colonoscopy. Now, we're not talking about colonoscopies today, although there are many entry points into that subject. Sorry, even when talking about this, I have to be irreverent. Um, Anyway, I don't need mine for a couple of years. But anyway, um, breast cancer and you. I'm really kind of curious about whether the pink ribbon stuff bothers you and whether you are taking proper precautions with your breasts. And this is not in any way concupiscent, salacious, or lascivious, or anything like that. This is strictly medical, strictly according to Hoyle, okay? Because, frankly, there's nothing funny about breast cancer. Okay, there really there really isn't. I mean, unless you are the one with it, in which case you can make a joke about anything you want to make a joke about because the rest of us have absolutely no say in it. But uh, I would like your telephone calls uh, about this. Uh, 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. 
I uh, want to find out about your breast cancer stories. And much like the overall cancer show, we um, I, I've got a break, guys. I'm sorry. Sometimes it's diarrhea of the mouth and constipation of the brain. And uh, today might be an example of that. Uh, good news is I don't even need my reading glasses anymore. This is pretty awesome. This would be a really good time to remind you that you don't want to miss Stevie Nicks with special guest Syl at KeyBank Center coming up on Wednesday, October 4th. Um, that would be like tomorrow. And tickets are on sale at Ticketmaster.com. I'm a little bit disappointed that Stevie Nicks has not called me. She hasn't emailed me. She hasn't written me saying, Tom, can I please be on the show? Come on, Stevie. What makes you better than Billy Bob Thornton or Mike Love of the Beach Boys? My dear friends. Um, anyway, yeah, Stevie Nicks, it would be awfully cool if you join us, but uh, I'm not going to exactly hold my breath. So uh, anyway, uh, this is, uh, it's, it's, it's breast cancer month. And, you know, we, especially here in Western New York, obviously, we've got a very large uh, cancer industry uh, that uh, goes on. Uh, physicians and hospitals that specialize in cancer, medical groups that specialize in cancer. And uh, I get that. But the the incidents and I, I wish I had the statistics of breast cancer cases in western New York as opposed to uh, western Hawaii. I, I don't happen to have those statistics. Uh, and I did look for them off the top of my head. But um, it just seems as though this area has so many cases of breast cancer. And that's one of the things that uh, if you know me... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Personally, and many of you do, if you know me personally, I'm a stickler about mammograms. I'm a stickler about young women getting their baseline mammograms after consulting with their physicians. Um, and it's because, like you, whether you are male or female, uh, I've had a number of encounters uh, with breast cancer. And as I've said, the good news is the people closest to me uh, so far are survivors. Good news for them, especially. Uh, however, people on the periphery, probably 75% are survivors and the other 25% are no longer with us. Now, some of those were older individuals, um, so it's a little bit more understandable. But it, it, it's, I guess what I'm trying to stress here is it's not a woman's disease in terms of its effects on people. It's a man's disease as well. 
it's a children's disease as well. Because if mom isn't around anymore, breast cancer has an impact on those people. And many of you listening, you know the whole routine. The surgery, the tamoxifen, the uh, nasty little thing they have to put inside of you, you know the drill. Uh, You've been there. And I'm sure that it's had an effect on you. Um, And it it just, those words sound so sterile, don't they? Breast cancer. But they don't take into account what you have to go through once you are diagnosed with breast cancer, okay? I mean, you instantly then become, okay, every X number of months, you're going to come in for this. Every X number of months, you're going to come in for this. Oh, yes, and this wonderful tamoxifone. Enjoy your full facial hair. Um, all right, that's not really a, a thing, but uh, you, you understand what I'm talking about. Um, your stories about um, how breast cancer has had an impact on your life, but more importantly, what advice would you give for people listening to the show? Because um, I take this I take this very seriously. All right. You have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea how seriously I take this. Because like you, I'm well aware of the impact of breast cancer on women. I'm well aware of the impact of breast cancer on families, on surviving husbands, boyfriends, girlfriends, and it drives me absolutely crazy. And I wish we could wave a magic wand and make all cancer go away. But breast cancer is just so, to me anyway, it, it's so common. Even though during the cancer show we did, most of you caught your colorectal cancer through the colonoscopy, which was startling to me. The number of people who called in who said, I'm only alive because I had a colonoscopy. 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Um, let's go to Jack on WBEN. Jack is calling in from North Buffalo. Jack, welcome. You are on. Hello. Hey, Tom. How are you? Hello, Jack. Um, well, breast cancer has haunted me since 1965. Oh, my goodness. Uh, My mother passed away at 34 years old, and I was nine years old. Oh. And and I left my dad with five kids at home. And my dad did a great job of raising us kids. And I don't mean to get emotional, but it meant a lot to me. My mother was a sweetheart. And, um, and uh, I will not wear pink or nothing. I give uh, cancer society money. Um, and it just, it, it still hurts you, you know. You, you know, I, I obviously. I mean, that's, that's like 60 years later, and it still reverberates to your core. You know what I mean? 
it's going to for the rest of your life because it's every oh, yeah. um every Mother's Day you think of your mother. Uh, every grandmother's oh day you think of your mother. Uh, every Thanksgiving, oh every God. holiday you think of your mother because she's not here and you should have had her for so much longer than you actually did. Now I don't want to dredge up any horrible memories for you. But as a little boy, no, did, no. did did you did you grasp what was going on with your thirty four year old mom? Well, we kind of did. Um, I can remember my dad taking the five of us kids to well, a local hospital, the hospital, hospital, and she's going through chemo and everything. And uh, but then when she had her double mastectomy and other various uh, uh, surgeries. Then it finally kind of kicked in a little bit. But, you know, at eight, nine years old, you really don't know. I mean, no, you, you know, you, it, it, all you can do is be there. And, you know, and uh, I don't know, Tim. It, it's, it's a tough thing to go through. It's it's absolutely it's horrible for an adult to go through. And I think you going through it, whatever you're going through. Uh, what I'm going through is nothing. I mean, that's it's just no big deal. I mean, well, can, can, cannot compare. Believe me, can't compare to breast cancer. Uh, but well, the, um, whatever. Well, no, I mean, no. What your fr- your friends and. You know, whatever. If it's family, friends, whatever. That's what I mean. Uh, if you know, whatever you're going through, it. Well, no, it's just that you know. it, it's it's something that um, it, it, I, I swear. The, the, I I don't know. Again, I really I don't know if it's more prevalent in Western New York than it is in Western Hawaii or Northern California, but it just seems as 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 though it is statistically improbable that in the circle of people that I know that so many women would have been stricken by breast cancer, and I I don't know. Well. I don't look. I don't know yeah. the etiology of it or anything like that, but it just it seems absurd. But let's let's talk about um, your situation from the point of diagnosis until the point where your mom left. How long did you have? Uh, probably a year, maybe somewhere around there, and then and she'd come home. She'd come home after having her uh, chemo or whatever. And then sometimes she'd go uh, out of space, could I say, uh, and just kind of like lose it for a while. And I'd sit next to her and talk to her, you know. And um, uh, it it just, it felt out of, I don't know, it's just hard to explain. It's very hard to explain what you're going through and your relationship with your parents and everything. It's just, you just go through it. And as a, as a kid, again, you, I think it made you grow up a little bit faster. Um, but, you know, you got to pull through it. You know, my and my dad, what a wonderful dad. I mean, just taking care of five kids by himself. It's just like, 
unbelievable. But it made us all grow up early, you know. I think there are probably a lot of people listening um, who can relate to um, what you're discussing. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, uh, it's a a horrible thing. But uh, now that we are in so-called Breast Cancer Awareness Month, you you alluded earlier Mm -hmm. to the pink. Do you know, I have not spoken with one breast cancer survivor or one person who has experienced the death of a woman in particular because of breast cancer who had anything good to say about Pink Ribbon Month. Yeah, because yeah. it drives me. I it drives mean, me nuts. It's. Uh, I mean, I can see it, and if if people feel good about it, great. You know, but that's not my thing. You know. I, I, you know what? Don't. I, I hope you don't feel guilty about that because it isn't my thing either. It brings back some really crappy memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not it, like it, not it, like it, yours. You know, not like yours, but. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. I mean, it's it's what it is. I mean, you just, you know, you got to pull up the bootstraps and carry on, you know? Well, in life, no matter what happens to you, you've got two choices. Uh, You can keep on going and trucking through, or you can just give up. And most of us uh, decide that we have to keep on going. Uh, We have obligations to friends and family and uh, lots of things we want to do on our bucket list. I'm sure your mom would be very proud of you. And I'm sure she'd be proud of your dad. Well, the only thing I regret, she didn't see your grandkids. I'm sure she regretted that too. Yeah. I mean, how how can um, you go ahead? No, thanks. Uh, no, no, you, you, uh, Jack, you, you are welcome. I mean, uh, to have to grow up from the time you're eight, nine years old, um, experiencing such adult stuff, is uh, you know, it's 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 horrible. But the good news is, your dad was able to keep it together. Now. Uh, just to uh, what I'm trying to do here is emphasize that breast cancer, although largely a woman's disease, leaves behind in its wake a whole bunch of people who are affected and racked with grief. How did your dad pull through? I mean, did, did he Wait, develop it, did he develop bad habits? Did he start drinking like a fish? I mean, how did he how did he get through? Oh God, no, no, he did not. He took care of business. I mean, and here's a guy that was always active in the church, um, uh, became the president of the Holy Name Society and ushers and stuff. So he, I think his faith pulled him through. Did he ever remarry? And here, uh, yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, when he remarried, uh, his wife passed away too and it's like wow. so what do you do you, you got a guy that's uh, been through it a lot and he was a world war ii vet too i was just gonna ask so, you about that, actually that 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 shows you the type of person he was uh yeah i mean the guy look uh, i'll use the vernacular here he had brass nuts you're dead and uh <laughs> you know I, mean, I like this well i'm just i'm just saying <laughs> Because I've got two cashews. I've got two cashews here, but they're not made out of brass. Uh, Thank you very much, Jack. I really appreciate you getting the show started, and I'm sorry that uh, things have had to go that way. But, you know, um, there is 
supposedly, and I'm not sure if I totally buy into this, but there's a reason for everything. Yeah, yeah, I guess. That, that's what they yeah, say. Yeah, I said, I, I don't know if I totally buy into that, but uh, thank you kindly. I appreciate the call. Thank you. And thank, thank you, Jack. Thank you. And, again, folks, this is why I'm doing this show. Um, if you listen closely to my voice, this is one of those things that hits home to me a lot. And when I rail against pink everywhere in October, I rail about it because, quite frankly, I can easily see how this can conjure up some really bad memories in those of you who've had experiences like Jack. And I want to know about your experiences with breast cancer. This isn't about, you know, it's not about pink ribbons. What it is, it's about how this damned disease can alter lives in ways that those of you who have not experienced it cannot begin to understand. No disease is fun. Nobody wants any disease, but breast cancer is just, it's such a loathsome, horrible thing. Here's Polly on WBEN. You're on. Hello. Yes, hi. Yeah, I'm like Jack. I don't have direct experience, and wow, God bless his his dad keeping that family together. But I will say, I agree with you about the pink, because it brings up in my mind Susan G. Coleman, uh, Planned Parenthood, uh, Race for the Cure, and I don't think our MI, I call it MIC, our medical industrial complex, I don't think they're really working hard on finding cures. But I, I will say this this much I do know. The typical standard uh, mammogram, now screening, obviously super important. Screening, yes. But we should find out what, why is it so high in our area, like you're, you're saying. Well, well is it? I mean, the thing is, is it in fact high in this area? Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. Cancer of all rates are extra high in Western Europe. Yeah. If so, maybe it's tied to Niagara River and factories and toxins. And yes. In yeah. which case, I mean, in which case it ought to be going down because we don't have the heavy industry that we had previously. Our Lake Erie is as clean as it's been in a long time. Oh, I will say this with males up until the 50s. Uh, the reason when you look at your chicken package, it'll say no hormones because they found out be, around sometime in the 40s, 50s, there was a high incidence of male breast cancer amongst male farmers because of they were given hormone-induced uh, chicken feed and spreading it around the chickens. And they had a like a super high, like male breast cancer is so rare, but in male farmers, it was high. So they know right off the bat hormones. Yeah, affect maybe the hormone, all your gonads, your breast tissue, your ovaries, your testicles, they're all hormone-tied. So, yes, they're going to be affected by hormones in our food, in our water, and all that. But, I, oh, okay, so my, what I wanted to say, I agree about the, the pink. I don't think they're really – it bothers me because I don't – I think they're trying to bring, bring awareness without really getting to the bottom of it. But – I will say the typical uh, screening, the flat plate squish the breast tissue between two plates and take an x-ray. And my friend had permanent damage to her, um, her chest wall muscles uh, from it being done too tight. 
And she asked her OBGYN, if I had a cancerous tumor, could that spread it? She said, yeah. So guess what? She said, okay, here I know for a fact they do 3D, uh, some type of, it costs more, but ultrasound, sonogram. That's less invasive. Why can't we get that going? And instead of doing that, that sort of plate squishing, yeah. Why do I get the feeling that it has something to do with cost? Why do I have the feeling it has something to do with that cost more than the other one? Um, Yeah. But, no, look, I mean, that's a very interesting point. And hopefully if uh, the statisticians can figure out that that is as efficacious and uh, has less uh, risk than the uh, squishing of the breast, which does not sound like a lot of of pleasantry and fun. And I hope they change uh, people things. People say if males, if males had that done, it would stop immediately. <laughs> yeah. if well, if they, it, yeah. if they did that for testicular cancer, they'd find a, find a, uh, another way in a big hurry. Thank you, Polly. Exactly. I, uh, I appreciate the, uh, the phone call. Yeah, um, talking about breast cancer and how it has affected you. You're going to hear a lot about breast cancer in the month of October, and you're going to see a lot of pink, which, quite frankly, drives me crazy. And it's not because I'm out of touch with the world of breast cancer. I'm not. Like pretty much everybody else in this area, all too well, I know what it can do to people, not just with the disease, but their survivors and those who are trying to help them. Um, it's it's a horrible it, no it, it, it it's a hor- it's a horrible thing to have. Uh, your telephone calls at I didn't even think I've given the phone number out yet. 803-0930. 803-0930. Star 930 on the cell phone and 1-800-616-WBEN. And uh, funny thing is, and again, I would never name names or anything, I actually know a lady who was able to find breast cancer with a self-examination. And it was so small, the doctors were awestruck that she was able to find it with a self-examination. Like, wow. All right, it is uh, 2.58 at News Radio 930 WBEN. And I forgot to mention the BRCA test along with the tamoxifen and the surgery and everything. So, again, this is not something that is entirely for Mars uh, for your humble host and probably not for you either. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. It is Bowerly on a Tuesday, back in the saddle after a 24-hour bug, which actually was more like a 48-hour bug. I just didn't know I had it. On WBEN. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.